Hello, this is John Wilson uh, with thelionjudah.com. Today we're going to give a brief introduction to who I am, a little history of um, the Lion Judah. And uh, the Lion Judah, of course, being the father of the Lamb of Judah. The Lamb of Judah, of course, being uh, Jesus Christ, is the star of the first, I'm sorry, of the New Testament of the Holy Bible. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about myself today. As, uh, you can, <laughs> we're going to talk about the King of Jerusalem. And uh, talking about the King of Jerusalem is where a lot of problems begin. As you can probably already hear from our first podcast, that uh, it's already causing drama in our uh, small studio space here. So... Nonetheless, it's something we can uh, simply look past, but when we get to the um, elements of race and race in our country, uh, this is something we can't look past. It's something that's very hard to avoid are the confines of race. And uh, they're so. It's one of those things that you shouldn't even try to do. And uh, when it's something that, that we feel that, hey, look, we're, we're above uh, uh, classifying ourselves into racial classes, well, there's no equality in the number two. And uh, that's one of these things that, 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 you know, people can lose sight of because of conditioning. And uh, we're conditioned to think that, that two is an, is, is an equal number, but it just isn't in nature. Two is... Um, probably the most unequal number in nature Uh, as we look for mathematics to what goes on in nature it's just an unequal number and it's one of those things that there's no getting around that and uh, there's no getting around the fact that there's a race of good and the fact that there's a race of evil and sometimes we refer to these races as uh, the black race or the white race or temporary people or the people who are going to be here for eternity there are, there's this duality that goes back and forth when we talk about the subject of race so when we get to the subject of race we, we, we look into cultures and ethnicities if you will of uh, long past and uh, what we start to understand is that there are uh, uh, we turn around and we say well what's the truth and we say well the truth is the holy bible what does the, the Bible say? And the Bible says, um, you know, that Jesus Christ was the king of Jerusalem. And, uh, there are, of course, those who say, no, he wasn't the king of Jerusalem. That's kind of the whole point of the story of Jesus Christ, is that, hey, he's the king of Jerusalem. And uh, many came before him, and, and one will come after him, who is Lion of Judah, who is and uh, you know what I'm finding myself having to do as the Lion of Judah is, is reminding people simply well, what freedom is well, what is freedom freedom is the word of Christ and uh, you either live by it or you become enslaved and there's no two ways about that and I bring this up to say that there are a lot of people with the common misconception that say hey look all you have to do free is just think free thoughts and uh, <laughs> you know, you 
you can get free that way and there's all this this feel-good nonsense of things that communists want to do in our country that they say will equal freedom but <laughs> you know you should never allow a communist to tell you anything about being free and here goes the the, 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 the problem with living in America today is because we're supposed to be living under the world's word I'm sorry we're supposed to be living under the rules of freedom but ever since Brown vs. Board of Education we've been living under the rules of civil rights and what's most interesting about this fact is the fact that we fought a war about this 150 years ago uh, it was called the Civil War and uh, what happened was the people who wanted to do civil rights the people who wanted to do slavery they lost the war and they lost the war and the people who wanted to be free and, and, and free to mean that they didn't want to do business with the devil is that uh, they won and they, they ultimately won and, and, and retained the rights to the country and retained the rights to uh, uh, operate under the, the confines of freedom and the confines of freedom dictate that deference and sovereignty always be given to the racial minority and what's happened is once you say hey look we want to do civil rights you've completely erased away all of the civil the sovereignty I'm sorry of this of of our country of the racial minority uh, civil rights has nothing to do with racial minority sovereignty it has, it's the absolute opposite of freedom civil rights are Roman rights they come from Rome and uh, civil rights are, are meant to enslave and I, I, I bring this up because we get into the conversation of uh, our title today which is remember the Nigerian Titans and it's a bit of a tongue-cheek because there were no Nigerian Titans it's an oxymoron uh, the Titans were a Greek mythological uh, pre-god as, as I, I remember it and uh, use more metaphorically to, 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 to mean something big and uh, uh, you know what, what, I, what I found entertaining was uh, for a while at least was in my business uh, a little bit about myself I've, I've, I've came up in Washington D.C. I owned a liquor store on uh, 14th Street for almost 20 years uh, owned and operated by my family we took it over uh, from uh, I said we as, as a family and, and this is one of the things that you got to find interesting about my story is that the, the, the people that raised me and growing up in the liquor store none of the people that I came up with are, are were actually are actually related to me uh, by any way shape or form and it's one of those things where you know you say you, you own a liquor store in DC don't a lot of people know you there yeah exactly and uh, there are a lot of people that are going to hear this and are going to be blown away to hear that I'm on here saying that, you know, these people that they've seen me with for 40 years or 30 years or 20 years uh, uh, had no relation to me. And um, it actually, <laughs> two of us out of the family, maybe more, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, two of us are actually written in the Holy Bible. And uh, I think that's something that's 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 that, 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 that should interest anybody 
reading this story and uh, uh, one being that my I was raised by Rahab and uh, uh, and another uh, nefarious character uh, who bore the same name as me is John Wilson who I actually think is John A. Wilson the council member a uh, former council member who hung himself in 92 or 93 um, I think it's the same person and these are the type of shady people that I've, I've come up with because as I've grown up with and it raised me and uh, a couple twin daughters now I mention this because what happens is if you're 40 and you're just figuring out that hey look uh, the identity of the people that, that raised me aren't, aren't uh, who they say they are um, that's slavery and uh, you know at the very least <laughs> these people that I'm telling you about they are of course guilty of slavery and uh, it's a big part of our story today it's a big part of what we're going to be talking about in this podcast is, is, is talking about slavery and when I bring up the Nigerian Titans there's this uh, there, there should be a connotation uh, when we start talking about you know teaching kids about Titans or, or allowing that somehow into the, 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 the space of education uh, we're talking about mythology and uh, when we talk about what slavery really is, there's this common misconception that slavery has to do with uh, putting people in chains and then forcing them to work. And uh, although that is uh, a very extreme, extreme, extreme example of what slavery is, when we talk about slavery in the, in, in, in the historical sense of our country, and uh, people being enchained and enslaved, that's a very extreme uh, portrayal and, and not very truthful of what exactly slavery is. And I say that because once you get this idea of what slavery is worked into your mind, you can become mentally blind to what slavery actually is. So when you do come across slavery or somebody doing it, or you know, somebody participating in slavery, you uh, misname it. You, you name it something that it isn't, or you think that it's something else instead of just simply calling it what it is. Because slavery, for lack of a better word, or just a, a very basic understanding, it's prostitution. And uh, when there's prostitution going on, there's there's lots of willing participants. There are very few unwilling participants in prostitution and uh, when we understand what goes on in slavery and we understand that some of these portrayals, a lot of them are completely and totally false once you start with the get to the idea and the understanding the, the, the factual understanding that George Washington was a black man our first president was black, he was of the black race that's George Washington was a communist George Washington held slaves he was from the black race let me say that again George Washington held slaves he was a communist he was in the black race once you're able to absorb that then you start to understand hey look if that's true if what the Lion of Judah is saying is true on his show on his first podcast if what he's saying is true that means a lot of people are, are very guilty of perjury very very guilty and we're talking about 
industry spanning from media, the news, television, uh, your CNN news, your Hollywood uh, daytime shows. These people all want you to believe that Barack Obama was our first black president. And it's just false. It's just a lie. That's just what it is. And uh, what happens is, you know, when you come up in a place where you, you see something that's going on wrong and you say, you know what, I see these people are lying. And uh, it's not just one or two of them. It's the whole lot because you can't get a lie off like that <laughs> unless somebody is helping you. So what happens is this, this, this perjury that people have been committing in D.C. with telling people that... Uh, George Washington is a white man. It's perjury. And what happens is there's so many people doing it and, and have been pushing this lie over and over and again that know it's a lie. What it becomes is collusion. And when we sit back and say, uh, well, what's collusion? Uh, collusion means you knew the truth and decide to hold, held, hold it back with other people helping you. you. You were doing this as a group to do what? enslave our nation so therefore you, you know what, what I'm telling you here is, is these people these people are, are worse than Russians they are the Russians it's it's the same thing you know Russians observe civil law they observe civil rights they observe communism that's what they do so uh, uh, when we sit back and say hey look we had a race war yeah it was a race war against who it was against the racial minorities against the communists the white folks against the black folks that's that's just how this thing goes uh but yet we have this 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 perception in the media where we're telling children we're telling people that uh, uh the black race is the racial minority when in fact they are not the black race is a communist race no no matter which way you look at it and uh when we have people in our nation that are are willing to uh uh fight or or at least make up their mouth to sound like they want to fight well well we should all have a problem because that means that they want to go back to slavery and uh uh i can tell you right now there are more members in congress right now that that, that, that are are very happy with the state of slavery that we're in uh, and would continue to rather do nothing than than there aren't so let's get back into a little scripture real quick i want to get to matthew 22 uh, 35 and, and I want to get to this because we're talking about people who are doing perjury and are colluding uh, to do slavery and what happens is a lot of these people become experts in the law you have to be an expert in the law to, to collude and pull off uh, uh, perjury of this nation uh, of this nature where you're trying to rip the whole nation off so uh, Matthew 30 35 it says one of them an expert in the law tested him with this question he said teacher what is the greatest law I'm, I'm sorry let me say that again he one of them an expert in the law tested him with this question teacher which is the greatest commandment in the law Jesus replied love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments so let's get to the to, to the story. Like I said, uh, uh, well, I'm not sure if I said this already in this particular recording, but uh, I have this business, and it's a liquor store. It's in the middle of Washington D.C., 14th Street, in fact. 
and uh, we do a good bit of business and uh, what what happens is a neighbor moves in and I think they move in maybe about 2002 2003 and uh, they're not very business savvy they don't have business experience and uh, they're more in it for the real estate investment if you will and uh, you know they, they, they when I'm first meeting them they, they say a couple odd things to me and uh, one is that they don't want to get into the liquor business and I thought that was just an odd thing to uh, uh, just kind of blurt out in the middle of first meeting somebody and uh, <laughs> you know it was one of those things it's completely odd and then threw me off and one of one of them the husband he's, he's, he's a Nigerian he's a Nigerian lawyer and uh, the, the wife is from T.C. Williams and here goes the connection of remember the Nigerian uh, the Nigerian Titans and uh, they have three children and I believe three buildings three or four buildings on the block a house and a couple of uh, apartment buildings and they seem to be doing well for themselves they seem to be well invested matter of fact when they moved to the, the, the move neighborhood they moved in alongside with Adrian Fenty uh, the one-time mayor of Washington, D.C. And uh, what happens is these two guys are buddies. They're best friends. The guy, uh, George Nwanzi and Audrey Nwanzi. They're, 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 they're the best friends. Audrey, uh, uh, George, and uh, Adrian Fenty are best friends. And they both have, uh, I think, triplets or, or twins. One has triplets, one has twins. And uh, they both have about two or three kids. And um, what happens is it's, it seems like things are going great in Northwest Washington and things seem to be moving right along. Now, as I said, these people are, are new in business and they're just kind of getting along. And uh, what happens is as, as, as Adrian Fenty comes into the neighborhood, he's a, he is a uh, council member and he decides that I, I'm making too much money and he decides hey look I'm going to uh, he's, he's a fraternity he's in the same fraternity that that um, Colin Kaepernick is and which is Kappa so these guys decide hey look this 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 guy's making too much money he's a racial minority let's chop him down let's take a piece of his 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 uh, license so there's this big fight between us between him trying to uh, uh, lessen my license take it away you know do nefarious things and so forth so on uh and it seems kind of lightweight and what happens is everybody gets lawyered up uh adrian finney says hey look i don't want these stores in just my neighborhood to sell single serve beers you know okay uh well okay how about we make it for everybody and and, and if we're going to stop people he says no no we just need to make it for this neighborhood it's like, you know, okay, it sounds like you're targeting me. Still, no, no, that's exactly what we're doing. We're targeting you. We're talking to everybody. We're, we're targeting. It's like, well, hold on, you're a communist. How, how do you get in here and you're able to target people? Now, at the same time, mind you, this guy's getting uh, grants. This guy, my neighbor, he's getting grants. You know, like I said, uh, uh, he's best buddies with the neighbor, uh, with the mayor or the council member, which is uh, something that, 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 you know, when a lawyer moves in next to you on both sides and his, his, his best friend is the mayor, there's going to be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> there's 
there's going to be trouble. This is just a business lesson, a business tip that uh, you might want to keep keep in mind. And, and this is a, a very big reason to why we need to talk about segregation in schools, in, 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 in schools and segregation everywhere for that matter. And uh, if you don't want to have somebody in your business, well, you shouldn't have to have them there. If you don't want a certain type of person in your, uh, somebody from the other race in your neighborhood, I mean, that, that seems, that's what freedom is. Freedom is segregation. And uh, those who are telling you otherwise are lying to you. So here's where we get into how the lie hurts people. When, when we say, when we have people that are, doing perjury and telling you that, that, that segregation is evil or that white supremacy is poison uh, these people are committing perjury this is why uh, as I said I've got a Nigerian lawyer and T.C. Williams graduate as a, as, a, as a neighbor now what they don't know is uh, that 10 years maybe 10 or 15 years before I met them I had met Kane and um I met Kane. First time I met Kane was at a basketball court called Sligo Creek uh, Basketball Court, and it, I went to Sligo Creek Middle School. And uh, I happened up on Kane, and I, I, I it's one of these things that, you know, you'll never forget it. And it, it every time I've been close to Kane and, and said words, shared words with Kane, it, it's always a memorable experience, and it always makes the room feel like it's moving slower and time is changing and uh, it's one of those things that I don't think that that feeling is lost just on me because uh, uh, there are, uh, we've had so many conversations it's it, or almost conversations that <laughs> it's one of those things that uh, uh, yeah I, I, it's <laughs> it's hard to explain and it's why we need to have this podcast so I can have these conversations because uh, I haven't talked to very many people about uh, the conversations I've had with Kane and uh, uh, you know growing up as a kid you see this movie Menace to Society where the uh, lead character's name is Kane and you know being a kid you see that and then you go out into the streets and you actually see the real Kane and uh, uh, it's one of those things that is is unforgettable it's unforgettable and it's something i want to talk about here and uh continuing with the story of my neighbor and uh uh her not knowing or them not knowing i should say that, that, that i had met kane and, and I, I continued to meet kane throughout my life and in multiple situations at my church uh uh walking to get my hair cut or uh uh being around the neighborhood uh going going go going to do just neighborhood stuff I, I, I'd see Kane around and and I don't think what people understand is when I tell you something like this that, that I, I've seen Kane and I see Kane on a regular basis that means that there are a lot of people that are committing perjury every day within the Washington D.C. area and say hey look there's our country's biggest enemy bigger than Russia bigger than ISIS and Russia put together and they're walking around downtown with unfettered access to, to everything and everybody and uh, when you put that into uh, 
uh, into focus and in, in, into into grasping mentally, you realize that there, there's a great evil, there's a great wrong being done, and you realize why the story of the Bible has to has to play out because there are these people that want you to believe that hey, look, slavery's not going on. They're not doing slavery, and uh, that that we're fighting slavery across the globe. Uh, when actually the whole thing is it's a big facade. It's it's a it's a, it's a fleecing of America. We're actually being fleeced. Uh, uh, with e e even as much as this uh, Ukrainian war, uh, we're being completely and totally fleeced, and uh, our nation is supposed to represent the racial minority. Uh, that's what freedom is. So when we have people saying, hey, "Look, we're going to go help Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine needs help. Ukraine needs money." It's like Ukraine's a bunch of communists. Uh, Russia's a bunch of communists. Well. We don't have a, a, a stake in the race. Let them handle their business. Uh, but no, we've got to put our money in it and uh, put somebody else's ideological beliefs uh, that, that the people that are communists, of some communist beliefs, and they get to put their beliefs in front of the American people when it comes to uh, subjects of, 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 of war. And uh, what happens is. Uh, our country gets assimilated. It's the abomination that causes desolation. And uh, this desolation is destroying our country. And uh, sitting here watching it from, 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 from California, uh, it's it's not a good look. And, and, and we have this very same people in every war we're saying, hey, look, we need to help these people out. And they mean nothing to freedom. And then we help these countries. And then all of a sudden, they're in our country telling us what to do. And uh, what we're doing is the exact opposite of freedom. And like I said, this is why this story matters about my Nigerian uh, lawyer. So what happens is we have this uh, 2007 rolls around. And uh, like I said, the council member and my neighbor are bosom buddies. And they're, they're, they're what you would call too close for comfort. And uh, too close, they, they live too close to me, and they're, you know, they're, they're too buddy-buddy. Uh, they're too chummy-chummy. Uh, as a racial minority, there, there's no such things as men being best friends. That's, that's just not how things really work. Uh, you, you're just under Christ. And uh, to be there seeing these, these grown males, uh, uh, one being a Nigerian and the other one being from the islands uh, with thick British accents taking city resources to do with it what they want uh, you know it, it was very disturbing but what happened was 2007 happened and then Barack Obama is elected along with uh, Adrian Fenty for uh, mayor and uh, what happens is Kane Kane, who I was just telling you about, who's a fixture in my neighborhood, is is uh, a fixture in my all-black neighborhood. <laughs> I might say, is as well as coming to my school, as well as coming to my church. Uh, Kane is now the the, the city council member uh, and comes in with Barack Obama into Washington politics. And uh, Kane, of course, isn't using the name Kane. And I, of course, can't tell it's Kane right now. And uh, 
you know, it doesn't dawn on me that, hey, this is, this is Kane. And which actually has more of my attention is they're trying to take my money. And uh, during the second week after they were elected, they sent the police, uh, the leader of the polity, <laughs> sent their strongest arm, the police, to uh, rough me up and uh, set the tone. And then they definitely came in and seized my business and beat me down. Uh, I walked, tried to walk away from the police because they, you know, they wanted to pat me down. I was like, there's no reason to pat me down. And uh, they beat me up, you know, punches, kicks. Uh, calling me racial epitaphs, nigger, and then so forth and so on, and stomping me out in front of uh, my own business, and uh, uh, or actually it was in front of somebody else's business, but nonetheless, that's what happened, and I get out of jail, and I notice nobody is trying to help me, <laughs> you know, nobody at all, and this is also uh, troubling because. We literally have a, a, a gang intervention uh, outpost business front on my block. And uh, this guy, Al Malik, who's a Muslim, he claims to be a gang intervention specialist. He is on city payroll. And um, what happens, he's, he's also a communist. So I have this, 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 this place where I have a very very well to do business it's doing very well but I'm completely and totally surrounded by communists the mayor included and what happens is people don't look at people like the mayor of DC Adrian Finney uh, uh, this guy Colin Kaepernick they don't look at them as communists they look at them and see a black person and there's this idea that black people racial minorities, this idea that black people were uh, the original Jews, this idea that black people, uh, that Jesus was black. And what happens is all of this is false. And when you have people that come in the neighborhood and are paid by the city to, to, to push this propaganda, well, why are they pushing this propaganda and why does it matter? It's because they want to do slavery. They want to get to the point where, hey, look, civil rights means everything's equal. So my lies equal your truth. <laughs> That's how this thing works. That's how civil rights work. Is that, hey, look, I, I know a bunch of lies and my lies should all equal your truth. And when we get to the business realm, uh, now it means that we're equal. So what happens is uh, after I get beat up and uh, my business gets raided, I finally, you know, pick my face up, pick my body up. And uh, say, hey, look, it's, I, I got to open the store up by any means necessary. I can't stop money. I've got mortgages at this time. I'm paying three mortgages, uh, which are easily uh, five figures. You know, I can't think of what the numbers were are right now, but you know, it's easily five figures worth of numbers. And uh, you know, so I don't have time to 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 uh, cry about this because they've illegally raided my business and. Uh, you know, and they're saying, "Hey, look, now you owe us all the back money that you that that, that you tried to stiff us out of." Uh, you know, I paid them on time. It, it's 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 one of those things that it's very easy to prove that I did. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm getting this heavy-handed approach three days after the election. Uh, I'm sorry, three weeks after the election, and I'm like, you know, okay, I, I'll just pay. So uh, I wind up paying them the fifteen thousand, get my uh, business back open. And when I go to get my license, I'm walking in, 
and a guy named Paul Pascal comes up and he says, "Hey, look, you better run upstairs because Cain and Audrey they're 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 taking part of your life and they want it. They're taking it." Now he didn't call Cain that. He called Cain by Cain's business name, Cain's uh, Cain's uh, fake name, I should say, is also known as name is AKA, <laughs> if you will. So uh, I said, "Oh yeah." So I, I go upstairs and they're literally having a, a meeting at uh, alcohol, beverage, and retail, and they're saying, "Look." Um, we're going to take Ward 4 licenses, take a part of theirs, and we're going to give it to people like Argy uh, here, you know, who have a, a, a coffee shop, and we're going to give them a liquor license so that now they can sell single serves because, you know, the, the, the people selling uh, uh, single serves who, who have been there, they, they shouldn't be allowed to do this. And, uh, you know, I walk into this, I, I walk in on this, this, this hearing. So I said, took it upon myself. I said, you know, I'm going to stop and I'm going to talk to Kane. And I said, Kane, hey, look, you know, we, we never met, forgetting completely that, that this is Kane dressed up as a woman. And, uh, you know, part of me telling this story is that that's what the person who introduced me to Kane uh, also said. He said, look, when you see Kane again, Kane's going to be dressed up as a woman. Uh, maybe not the next time, but one of these days when you see Kane, Kane's going to be dressed up as a woman. And, uh, you know, I didn't take this as a promise because Kane at this time is probably well over 10,000 years old. Uh, he's the oldest man <laughs> on earth. So, nonetheless, what happens next is uh, I see my <laughs> my neighbor's wife, who's Audrey, Audrey Nwani from T.C. Williams. She's there getting her uh, now getting a single serve kind of, uh, uh, single serve license. She's just been given clearance to get a single serve license. Simultaneously, my single serve ability is being taken away. And uh, what happened is I stopped and I talked to her and I said, you know, look, this isn't this is right. I I know we there there are a lot of problems between us. Her, you know, being a Catholic, of course. Uh, her her being. Cain. I'm talking, telling this to Cain. And, 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 and the point that I'm getting at is no matter what I say, what I do, it's all completely pointless. <laughs> this is a setup from the beginning. This is a setup from the getup, as they say. So I just say that to say that this woman uh, who's a Nigerian, her husband is a Nigerian, and, and, and she's from T.C. Williams, and, and they should know better because what happens is T.C. Williams was for segregation. T.C. Williams in the movie uh, Remember the Titans, if you remember the uh, Denzel Washington movie, was about this guy named T.C. Williams, who the school was named after. And T.C. Williams was, of course, uh, a segregationist who did not want to desegregate as he was ordered, and they named the school after him. So what happens is, after all of these years, uh, we can look back and we can say, hey, look, they're doing perjury. That's what's going on. The Supreme Court's doing perjury. It's the only way to explain what they're doing. Segregation is freedom. When we have people that come up and say, look, no, 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 it's not. Well, we can look at, 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 at just the name T.C. Williams and Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein wanted to do slavery. That's what he did. It's what he got his Nobel Peace Prize for. <laughs> was his developments in slavery. People who want to do peace want to do slavery. You need peace from slavery. 
you fight for freedom and you get it. You don't, you don't fight for freedom and settle for peace. <laughs> this guy, Albert Einstein, where I went to school, when we're called the Titans, he's, he's a phony. He's not real. There's nothing in him that, that has anything to do with freedom. So I point this out to say, when we have people that will turn around and tell you that segregation is evil or uh, white supremacy is poison, what they're doing is committing perjury. And they're committing the worst type of perjury because what they're trying to do is they're trying to enslave our entire nation. And we can't survive as a nation when we're sitting back telling lies like, hey, look, men and women are equal. Uh, men and women should be paid the same. And uh, uh, we're saying, hey, look, all races should be equal. These are the things that go exactly against what freedom is and when you turn around and, and won't even let people who are racial minorities get a chance to speak in their own defense the only thing you can say is hey look this is slavery that's that's what we're doing and uh the collusion to promote this propaganda that that, that the black race is uh the racial minorities it, it, it's that's all it is that's all it can be and what happens is you can't really realize how demonstrative this propaganda has been till you realize that Kane has been walking around in the streets of DC with unfettered access with along with the devil and, and Lucifer and they just walk amongst <laughs> Washington DC as 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 if they are citizens <laughs> as if they aren't our greatest enemy of our entire country and, and I think that's something that, that, that we need to get understood here now switching over to the, the mode of this uh, podcast is that hey I can't show you a picture of uh, uh, the devil Mark and Cain and then putting them in their damning poses <laughs> I can't do that but what I can do is say hey look now that you've heard this uh, now that you know there's a resource where you can uh, get some information on uh, the devil Martin Kane uh, <laughs> and, and, and more importantly use this information to prepare yourself for the apocalypse use your, this information to say hey look this uh, Lion of Judah he's got these computers these micro computers he's selling uh, along with a t-shirt for $40 it's not only a great deal but what happens is now you've got a, a, a computer that gives you a gateway so that you can get yourself written in the Lamb's Book of Life so you can take a proactive step to say, hey, yo, who are these communists that are causing trouble in my neighborhood? Because I've got to tell the Lion Judah so he can get rid of them. That's what he does. That's what he's here for. He's here to get rid of these communists that are out here monkeying around. Uh, they they, they want to spread these, <laughs> these lies like monkeypox. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's just something that, that we have to turn around as a white race and say, hey, hey, you know, enough is enough. Uh, you know, we have to go to the facts and say, well, what are the facts of race? And uh, what are the facts of our engagement of race within this country? Because there are more lies being told than there are truths. And uh, uh, when you've got a, uh, a woman saying that she's got $13 million and she's going to run for uh 
state senator out of or governor as, as Stacey Ann Abrams does and says, hey, uh, you know, black and brown people aren't getting represented. You know, I think the communist representation is being doing very well. Uh, I can't name one racial minority who is in uh, the millionaire bracket, less let alone the billionaire bracket. So this idea that, that, that communists aren't, aren't getting uh, elected support, it's just a lie. It's one of those things that we have to come to Lion Jude and say, oh, who are these people telling these lies and what can we do to stop them? And uh, we have lots of tools there uh, that I've been working on for years. One of them, of course, being the scoreboard, which we're talking about today. And the scoreboard being, uh, you know, who's on the side of the racial minorities and who's on the side of the communists. And we're going to have an update with that in a video. We're going to be doing video updates on Sunday and uh, talking about it every day. So this is uh, the point of our uh, our show is to sit on here and, and get you fired up about why you need to check out the school board and, and why you need to, 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 to score points, help us score points. And uh, not only that, but talk about how they're scoring, scoring points because, you know, when, when we're talking about doing freedom in, in a nation and that nation turns around and says, hey, look, uh, the leader turns around and says, you know, I'm a communist like George Washington was a communist. And I think we need to take 50 billion dollars and give it to another communist country so they can fight for communism. You know, it's time we turn around and say, look, we're being had. George Washington would have never stood for that. He would have punched Joe Biden in the face for, for straight up lying. Uh you know, because George Washington put a lot of his own skin to say, hey, look, I am a black man. I do do slavery, but at the same time, I can see where their slavery is going to end. And uh, there needs to be a nation that can uh, keep going when slavery ends. And that is supposed to be the United States, but it's one of those things that's not happening. And the only way we can make that happen is by pointing to uh, our history, our rich history, and saying our, our, our history doesn't start in, in the jungles of Africa. Uh, our history starts day one, Adam and Eve. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, where does your history start, and why? Why are we listening to you? Why are we listening to your communist beliefs? Um, this is something that hasn't been going on in government, and something that we have to start right now because uh, it's a problem. And and, and 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 when we have a problem in our country, uh, especially when it comes to communism, we take care of it. It's something that we have to come together and say this is definitely going on and it's not just going on in Washington DC it's going on in Illinois it's going on in Chicago it's going on in Detroit it's uh, it's going on in New Mexico this thing called gentrification and gentrification is something that, that that's that's totally uh, comes out of civil rights and, and, and something that uh, these people are lying to you want to play both sides is, and say hey look we were the victim in slavery and, and we also won the war on against slavery and uh, we and they also slaved the white man from slavery and it's just all of this mythology around our, our US history and it's something that uh, we have to break out of quick fast and in a hurry before uh, you know we let more unqualified people get into the driver's seat and uh, drive us right into a pole or off a cliff so hey look thank you for listening hope you sign up for uh our membership not only to to the church union but uh you know also to become affiliates you can do and or you know do both and uh that's 
the best way to get to heaven and to win freedom back for our country. So thank you for listening and uh, hope you tune in tomorrow for more updates about uh, the racial scoreboard. Thank you.